I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your life and professional coach, helping you live the life that is spectacular. And I'm here with Tom Mays, and we are going to talk about his pretty amazing life. I'd like to put an A in front of it. His last name is M-A-Z-E. Hi, Tom. Hey, how are you, Jody? I'm doing really well, thank you. Now, Tom Mays is a self-taught serial entrepreneur. He has built and been a part of several successful companies. Tom is passionate about continuously developing his mindset, skill sets, and knowledge. His expertise brings great value to any table, whether it's funding, business development, marketing, investor relations, or leading development teams. Tom continues to work with like-minded entrepreneurs to create, develop, and scale innovative, impactful companies around the world. Wow, that's great, Tom. You have um, got a lot together with a variety of companies. Um, When did you start First of all, uh, did you jump into finances first or coaching or business development? How did that all start for you? Um, I was very entrepreneurial through through high school, um, through a variety of different kind of miscellaneous sales activities, you know, selling bikes and dirt bikes and, <laughs> and whatnot, getting started at a young age. And then I would say, you know, started primarily actually in, in in the trades construction, but really had a strong interest for sales. So got into a lot of affiliate marketing, different online businesses, uh, building different sales teams for, for different companies, doing a lot of networking. And then after the affiliate marketing space went into, into finance, always had a huge passion for investing and trading again, since I was about 16 learned a lot about it from from my dad and some relatives so hmm. affiliate marketing and then and then into the finance investment space that's great so um you know most 16 year olds never want to listen to the relatives especially a parent um sounds like your dad and you know uncle were were pretty special people how did they make your interest um you know, in in finance and wanting them to jump on board, perhaps in investing with them. Mm-hmm. So I guess it all started when I was going to a lot of family get togethers. And even from a very young age, I was, I was a very, very curious individual. And I, I loved great conversation. And I'd listen to, you know, all of the table talk and my dad would be talking about these stocks or my uncles would be talking about these stocks or these real estate investments. And, you know, hearing these conversations, you know, the focus was always on making more money. And I, as I learned more about 
making more money. It was not a realization of, you know, money is everything, but money really provides a great amount of freedom. So when I heard that money created freedom and, you know, you could trade in the stock market, you could invest into real estate and you could have your money work for you, you know, opposed to going and trading hours for dollars. I wanted to learn more about that. So from, you know, hearing about it first at, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 till about 16, when I wasn't actually technically supposed to be trading and investing on my own, but my dad was doing quite a bit of it, did very well in the, the dot-com era and some highs and lows. And, and then I uh, started trading and doing my own research and started getting into it with, with some guidance from my father. Nice. That's great. I love that phrase, trading hours for dollars, because um, it is great when we can get our money to work for us. And um, that's so important, especially also in a coaching um, framework, meaning you can work with coaches and really become very effective with accountability, with suggestions, with getting out of your own box, which is great. So tell me about, I know you have um, a number, you have four different companies. One of them is coaching, but tell us about what your companies are and what they do and why so many companies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Perfect. I'd love to dive into that. And just before I do, to your point about, you know, coaching and and getting outside of your own box and, and trading hours for dollars, but, you know, past that through business and, and scalability and designing systems, um, not just using your money work for you, but, you know, leveraging systems and, and, you know, teams of people, um, you can have a greater amount of leverage opposed to just using your capital. So, you know, it's, it's extremely important to take that into consideration. And there's so many solopreneurs is what I like to call them, you know, the, the one man show mm-hmm. or, you know, the three man show and, and taking those steps to scaling to seven to 10 to 15 people is is huge mindset shift. And I've been very grateful to have an incredible coach and mentor over the past six months. Um, particularly we've had many over the past, you know, seven or eight years, but one individual currently who's really enabled me to make leaps and bounds on my mindset to be able to think outside the box and make major mindset shifts. And I think no matter where you are in business, you can constantly improve and the benefits to having a coach or mentor who's accomplished more than you have, or can see things from a different perspective is, is so incredibly valuable. So I agree. Really, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's uh, leaps and bounds um, are really in effect from, from working with a coach and um, you know, we, we can't do it all by ourselves. We need like-minded colleagues, community, and we need to look at um, what we're doing, whether it's working or not working and then what get clarification on where we want to go. So it sounds, uh, again, you have a, a life of mentors, your, your, your coach and mentor and uh, your family. So yeah, um, tell us first, uh, you know, tell us about your companies. And uh, I think it'd be very interesting for our listeners to know how diverse you are. Absolutely. So 
the the, the main four projects and, and businesses that I'm working on right now. First <clears throat> was Squadra Capital. Uh, just going through a little bit of a rebranding process right now, uh, transitioning to Squadra Holdings. It's a commodity and currency trading fund, primarily in the the FX and gold, copper, silver, oil markets with uh, Euro USD. Um, USD CAD, but raising money for the commodity and currency trading fund. I networked with a lot of family offices, venture capital firms, private equity. In that process, they would, you know, say, hey, Tom, I really like what you're doing with the fund, but right now we're looking for real estate or we're looking for technology. I say, okay, no problem. At the same time, you know, I'd have entrepreneurs come to me and say, hey, Tom, you've got a hedge fund. Are you guys looking for an investment in, in technology? I'd say, no, but I've got a family office that's just looking for what you have. Mm. So let me make the introduction. With that being said, um, there was an opportunity to launch another company called Alteza Capital, which is an alt- uh, consulting uh, company, fundraising company. We partner up for uh, companies that are looking to either raise capital um, to progress to the next stage, or they need some scalability, coaching, and consulting, um, and we come on board for that. The third company is NXT Digital. It's in the NFT space. We assist artists with getting into the NFT space, uh, providing you know Discord groups, marketing, and advertising. Really, let artists focus on what they are best at. You know, they want to enjoy making their artwork. They don't want to deal with all the the technicalities um, and they just want to enjoy what they're doing and we make it more profitable for them. So that's the third business. Uh, Fourth business is, oh, also we have a virtual art gallery that's coming up, which I'm super (laughs) excited about. How fun. So so that's going to be great. Uh, The fourth business is um, a coaching business, um, coaching young entrepreneurs and also people on how to raise money um, for their company or projects. In the process of, of doing that coaching, I realized that I knew a lot of coaches. Um, so I brought together about 11 coaches and we uh, have founded the, the Global Coaching Association. So we have coaches from artificial intelligence and executive C-suite coaching to, you know, spiritual and relationship coaching to, to myself and fundraising. And we've got some very senior coaches that have scaled companies past $100 million. So uh, it's, it's it's awesome. I'm really enjoying building these four companies at the moment. That's great. So it would it would appear to me that you like having a number of things going at the same time as a serial entrepreneur. How do you keep yourself focused and balanced? Um, great question. It can definitely be challenging. Um, when I was in high school and coming out of high school, I realized that I was quite ADD and I decided to use that potentially, you know, people consider it a weakness, but I would rather lean on my weaknesses and turn them into a strength. So with that being said, I'd figure, okay, well, I don't need to have hundred percent ownership of every business that I'd have. I'd rather be involved in many projects and many teams of people and collaborate on many different ideas because that's honestly what I absolutely love and enjoy. I love new ideas, new concepts, new teams of people, collaborating with amazing entrepreneurs, amazing people, uh, and then launching those businesses. So, you know, NXT Digital, for example, I'm a very primary influence at the moment as the CEO of the company. But as we progress with the current team that we have of seven people, I plan on 
scaling it, bringing in more people, and then bringing in people who know the space better than I do so that I can slowly give away some of my position in the company to people who are better qualified, and then I can work on additional projects. So the key is really delegating to a great team of people, creating systems and processes so that you know, you're not burdened with, with the day-to-day activities. And more than importantly, is changing your mindset on how you work in your businesses versus working on your businesses. Great. So it sounds like you will get, and you know, talking about NFT digital, just um, to a certain point, and then you're going to bring more people in, and that's what you like to do. So you'll get things going, you'll get systems in place, and then you'll move on to the next project, right? Yeah, and I'll always stay involved. Mm-hmm. Um, to some capacity, uh, unless I were to to sell my position in the company. But, you know, I think of Richard Branson with 450 companies, Tony Robbins with a, more than 100 companies. And it's just like, wow, like, you know, it's my, my day, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so busy with four companies. But it's like, but really, this is like the easiest day of Richard Branson's life, you know. And right. so I really try to shape my mindset and take everything into consideration and realize that you know, me progressing and me wanting to do more is is totally possible. The only limitation is me and my mindset um, and the way that I use my my time. So working on improving that always. Yeah, that's great. And especially if, if you're in the right position, like you're in a position of, you know, coaching and leadership and understanding funding and raising funds. And and that is your expertise that you can bring to these companies. And you get to advise and lead these companies as well. So I would imagine that's, that's the fun part. You know, that's the exciting part, watching them grow, watching people get it, watching another round of funding coming in. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just, I absolutely love thinking of new ideas, new concepts, and then connecting the dots with who I can bring in to, to, to this project or to this company. And, you know, you think of four five, six, seven, say 10 people, and then five of them are interested in working on it with you. And then five aren't, and then bringing it together, everybody starts collaborating and, and building something and working with people who are there because they want to be, you know, not just because you're paying them, but from the very beginning, you know, in the first six months, there could be no, no payroll for anybody, you know, it could all be sweat equity at the beginning. And um, I just love that. I find it so exciting building and creating. (laughs) Great. You know, how would you recommend people who are maybe even leading one company not for but what would you recommend uh as effective leadership to these folks great question um servant leadership is my my favorite form of leadership um you know realizing that you're necessarily providing direction for the ship or the direction for you know the vehicle that you're building but the true like engine and the camaraderie of the team is, is the most important part and providing them, you know, with their needs, wants and desires and, and pain points and, you know, either filling those needs, wants and desires or removing those pain points to help them 
engage more into building and creating um, what you either envision or what the team envisions. And I consider leadership, if, if you're you know driving on a highway and it's a two-lane highway and you have like the outside solid lines that you don't want to cross because you'll go into the ditch, but you have the middle dotted line. And as long as, you know, the team and you're the leader is staying within those outside parameters, so no one goes into the ditch, then you have a lot of openings for creativity, new ideas, different ways of doing things, just because, you know, a teammate on my team wants to do things a different way doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. Um, You know, his idea could be a lot better than mine. So I really think giving people the space to grow, do things the way that they see fit, as long as it fits within those those parameters. Um, Because then you start limiting people's creativity, you start limiting people's passion, you start putting rules on people, you start putting people in a box, and people aren't made to be in boxes. They just get miserable and they hate life. (laughs) And then the whole team hates everybody. And it's just it's just miserable. So trying to keep a happy, uplifting, positive environment with great camaraderie as much as possible with with great creativity for new ideas and new business verticals. Yeah, that's great. And and people get excited when they know that that they can use their creativity to create new products and services. And it's not going to be uh, so stringent. I mean, that's where you see the best performance from people because they're excited about uh, creation and it's leading them through that process um, to make a stronger company and a more innovative product. Exactly. And then creating a culture as well where people feel that they're able to have that freedom within the company. Um, Yeah, it just totally changes the dynamic. You don't really, you don't want a company full of robots where you have to say, hey, Carl, go get item A and move it to place B, right? Like you want to be able to work with people where you don't even have to tell Carl what to do. He just intuitively knows that, okay, if this job needs to get done at the end of the day, I know that I need to move object A to object B. You know what I mean? So creating that culture where people are self-sustainable, they understand the vision, they understand the mission, they understand what it takes to get there. And then you don't have to micromanage. Instead, you can be macromanaging. Right. And much more fun for leaders not to micromanage. You know, you've got to, you've got to hang with the big picture and uh, instead of the small details. So, so what do you do with somebody who's maybe in the ditch? and not working out <laughs> how do you how do you communicate with them that you know may, maybe it's not a good fit or maybe uh you know steer them in a better direction expand their mindset what do you do tom totally so the first steps i would take were obviously empathetic and you know you just realize what's going on in their life is it something that's circumstantial you know, they've got something going on with a family member or something that's out of their control, understand their situation. If that's not it, then provide resources for them to get back on track, whether that's personal growth or, you know, coaching sessions or one-on-one, you know, maybe they just don't understand the vision of, of the company or they don't understand some things, miscommunication. So working on that, if that does not work out and they do not get back on track within, you know, a relative time period, 
then I would, um, you know, make the, you know, hard decision of, Hey, you know, maybe this isn't the right fit for you. This is what we're looking for at this point. This is the commitment that we're looking for at this point. This is what's going to drive the company forward. You think you're going to be able to fill that or not? You know, it's not a problem. We can still be friends. Maybe we can work together on a future project or a future company, but this might not be the, the right fit and you've got to make the hard decision as well. Yeah. Well, that sounds lovely. You know, I mean, it, it, it's wonderful that you're starting at the point of empathy and just trying to figure out because, you know, everyone goes through hard times and times where it gets in the way of our clarity and our motivation and drive. So I appreciate that. That's wonderful. So, um, we have, you know, entrepreneurs out there starting up, what would you recommend to them to make their business successful? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, know. I know. You're going to have to just generalize <laughs> to the best of your ability. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, a lot of variables in there. I would say, you know, if you're it really depends where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey because everything is so individualized and something that bothers me about, you know, some public speaking and, and some books and, you know, even coaching. And when I go on podcasts or just anybody in general is to really account for everything in one statement is very difficult because, you know, everything is so individualized and I can read a book that I'm like, wow, life-changing book. This is so important. This is amazing for my business. Then someone else reads it and you know they implement it but it doesn't work for their personality or it doesn't work for their business it doesn't work for that potential situation so you know when i offer advice or you know i want to take into account as much as i can of the variables so if you're you know a younger entrepreneur i would really encourage them to try a lot of different things you know find your strengths find your weaknesses what do you enjoy what gives you energy what takes energy away from you um, you want to spend more time in what gives you energy and gives you joy. Really keep in mind the end goal of where you're going to be. So if you're thinking about, you know, when you're 60, 70, 80, and you look back on your life, are you happy with what you accomplished? Are you happy with, you know, how much time you put into your business? Are you happy with, okay, this business made me X amount of money. Is that X amount of money your goal? Is that really what you wanted to look for? Or did you work for that whole 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, and you hated that whole journey just to make, you know, X amount of money. And you realize, man, I should have spent more time with my family. I should have spent more time with my hobbies, really enjoying life instead of just chasing X amount of dollars. So, you know, try a lot of different things when you're a young entrepreneur, um, really figure out what you want to pursue. Uh, don't be afraid to you know, jump ship and try something new. A lot of people get stuck in a box where they're committed to one thing and then it's another year and it's another year and it's another year and they should have made the transition. But then there's the other side of it too, where some people quit too early, right? And they don't push enough. They don't push hard enough. So that's why I really encourage, you know, coaching and mentorship. Yeah. And I, because it can be individualized. When you have a coach that can look at, you know, all your projects or all of your ideas, all of your strengths and weaknesses and your interests and your, your goals for yourself and goals for your family, um, your current financial situation, your, your future potential financial situation. You know, they can take everything into account, understand you, and they can really give great catered advice to the current situation. 
Yeah, that that's great. Um, I would change one word of your advice, and I'd say scratch out young, and right. I would say <laughs> any entrepreneur to try oh. different things. See see again what your skills are, what um, what you love doing, and and I love the the don't waste your time if you're not enjoying it. I mean, if money is the goal, um, you're going to get burned out very quickly. So um, you need to to figure things out and life becomes short (laughs) the more you live it. (laughs) So why not do it uh, your way? Why not love your work? Yeah. Yeah. And then with that too, it's, you know, everything can be up to to perspective and individualized, just like you said, you've got to enjoy it. And of course, there's going to be times when you don't enjoy it, even if it's your most favorite business ever, maybe there's 20% of the time that that you don't enjoy it, or it gets old. So yeah, it's um, plan on that. That sounds a lot like life, right? Like 80, 20, 80% you love 20%. Yeah, you got to pay the bills, you got to chase uh people who need to pay you there's you know that that is life so maybe even conservatively 30 70. yeah (laughs) we have to do stuff that may not be exciting but the 70 is a great number to live with definitely definitely all right tom um how can our listeners get a hold of you um so you can find me on pretty much every social media platform uh tom mays um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I think Facebook might be Thomas Mays, but primarily Tom Mays, uh, you can Google me or you can go to, to my website, tommays.com that links to my four websites as well. Um, and then you can look up any of the other websites. Great. He is fully socialed. Great. I love hearing yes. that. All right. Well, um, Tom, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today and, um, Boy, good luck with the four businesses. You're on fire, and and I can't wait to see when global when your global coaching associates and when your gallery comes out. When is that due out for uh, your digital your NXT um, business NXT digital? Yeah, so the the virtual art gallery should be viewable in the next, I'd say, month and a half, two months. Great. Um, we're hoping to have it ready for summer, which is going to be super exciting. Uh, and then the Global Coaching Association is already formed. We're just doing some website improvements at the moment. So the, yes. the new website should be up by the time this podcast is up. Great. All right. And that that's on a testament to you and your leadership skills and moving things along. That's great. That's it. I've got a coach and mentor who keeps pushing me along. So <laughs> I've got to step back. They are task masters. <laughs> yeah. All definitely. right. Well, good luck with that, that and take care. And um Thank you so uh, much thank- for having me on the show, oh, Jody. My Greatly pleasure. Appreciate it. My pleasure. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.